Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. As always, I'm your host, Luke, here with my co-host, Cousin Perry, my other cousin, Evan. What's going on, fellas? Not much, man. How y'all been doing? Pretty good here. Can't complain. Another uh, nice trip up on the mountains. What you boys been into? Well, go ahead, Luke. I was just going to say, uh, we just had the the big drop with all the, uh, the new swag, and it went absolutely uh, phenomenal. We basically... Uh, more than doubled our previous best day, which was our last big drop back in October. And uh, it, I was blown away. It, we surpassed my goal by about 30% for what I was hoping to get. So I uh, just, I appreciate it to everybody that went and bought something. And if you didn't just head over and check out the line, cause it's pretty cool and it's selling out quickly. Yeah. I saw that, man. That was going bananas. That's awesome. Stoked. You had a, had a lot of people reaching out asking for when it was going to drop the about two weeks prior, starting about two weeks prior. So that's good. Yeah, we had a pretty good buildup, so um, pretty pretty excited for where it's at and where it's going. Um, we're already working on the, the the fall line, so we'll be seeing that probably in October. Good deal. Well, let's get right into today's episode of tips. Uh, Evan, you want to start us off? What you got on on board? Sure, I'll get us started. So my first tip is if you ever do a team trip and Caleb is ever invited, make sure you bring earplugs because that motherfucker snores. Like he's sawing logs in a damn wildebeest mating season. So Dude, that's second tip number one. Yep. Facts then, on that. And then my, So uh, bad. He snores oh, so bad. I thought I snored bad. Big shout out to his girl. Holy cow for putting up with that. Damn. I don't know how she does it, man. It was brutal. She's got to sleep with earplugs. Yeah, it's... Uh, I thought Anthony was the worst snorer, and he's bad. But Caleb... and I mean... If they both come to the cabin for our next team trip, like I don't, they're sleeping on the porch. I was gonna say they're sleeping outside. They're not allowed to both sleep in there. None of us will get any rest, dude. If I didn't know what it was, that would have scared the hell out of me. Woken up because it's not normal snoring. It's like some sneezing and wheezing and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> With that sleep apnea. Yeah. <laughs> all right, anyway. let's get this back on the rails. Yeah, give, give us an actual <laughs> tip. This is supposed to be our my, succinct episode. <laughs> my actual tip here is it's a fitness tip. Um, it's something I started doing a few years back. So I typically build my own workout, uh, routines. Um, and as anyone who's been lifting for any amount of time or just working out, it's easy to get sidetracked. Sometimes you get, you kind of hit those plateaus, you kind of get bored or maybe you just need a little more energy or whatever. So what I started doing to help keep me on track, help keep me from getting distracted is even when I do my own, uh, workout programs, the week prior, um, or like a Sunday, Saturday, whenever I'm sitting down having a drink or whatever, I'll just write down my week's workout out, um, on a notebook paper in my phone somewhere. And then that just really helps me stay on track. It helps me, uh, it helps prevent me from getting sidetracked in the gym, getting distracted, forgetting what you're doing, where you're at. I don't know. It's, it's something that benefited me. And I thought that, uh, some other users out there could take something from that. Yeah. If I'm not following a specific program, I'll do the same. I use a whiteboard because I'm kind of a whiteboard guy, but I'll map out my programs and then, or my program for that week or even two weeks. And what I find it's almost an accountability thing. Like when you see it written down in the gym, it's like, fuck, like I have to do this. I wrote it down. I told myself I was going to do it. So I'm going to do it. And then the other thing with that is then log down your results. Um, and that way you can revisit it, you know, when you go back and you can see your progress and, and measure like, even like having some notes, like, you know, didn't eat or ate this or was feeling tired, like whatever, just have some of the atmospherics in there. Like it really helps when you're looking back on your workouts. 
Yeah, I agree. It definitely helps with that personal accountability stuff and keeps from getting, you know, the, the boredom in the gym, if, if that's a thing for some of you. Yeah. And it really goes beyond just lifting or fitness too. I mean, it's a tried and true, uh, leadership tactic, uh, motivation tactic. It's, it's just one of those simple techniques that for any goal that you have for yourself, just writing it down, forcing yourself to look at it on a regular basis is going to make you more accountable to yourself. And especially if it's something that, um, that other people are involved in as well, simple thing to do very easy. And it's tried and true method of to, to improve your, improve your mindset, improve your productivity and get to your goals faster. Yeah. On that note, uh, something that, Oh, Petey does, um, Pete Sutherland, who handles all of our programming for those that, that haven't heard him on the podcast. He actually has sticky notes that he puts on his mirror. And it's like every day when he's shaving, he's looking at these sticky notes and it's like some of them are long-term goals. Some of them are short-term goals, but it's that like accountability. I really like that. If my wife wasn't so OCD, I think I would do that, but she would tear them all off and throw them in the trash when I was at work. But it's kind of a cool little, just a thing, putting it down on paper for that accountability. But then also like, you know, we talked about having it for a record. That's a, it's a great tip, Evan. What do you got, Perry? Yeah, my tip this week has to do with habitat management, and I'm, I'm going to probably stay on this theme for a couple of mine here. It's the time of year where uh, we're thinking about it. We've talked a little bit previously about some of the different things we've been doing on our property, on our family farm, um, some of those off-season goals. So my tip for this week is something that is a, a really simple thing that, that you can do if you own a piece of property you're trying to manage or you know you have a lease, whatever it is, is get out your chainsaw and just take advantage of that one simple tool because you can do so much with it. A chainsaw is great. The last Tuesday Tips episode, Luke, we talked about um, you know the difference between native and invasive species. If you can identify native tree species, such as your white oak, such as your apples, any mass-producing, hickory, um, soft mass, persimmon, pear. Hey, real quick, we say mass-producing all the time, and we've never really explained that. Can you really quick define that for listeners? Sure. So a mast-producing tree, mast is either a, um, a fruit, could be a fruit, could be a nut. Um, there's, there's different types of mast. Um, some examples of hard mast would be acorns, hickory nuts, um, chestnuts, chinkapins, things like that. Examples of soft mast would be persimmon, apple, pear, any, any sort of fruit, droop, uh, nut that, that produces that, that wildlife like to eat. That's what we mean by mast. Awesome. I appreciate it. Sorry to, uh, cut you off there. Can you continue your tip? No, you're good. It's, it's, it's a good, uh, a good thing to make sure that, that everyone's aware of. So yeah, the tip is basically, you know, most of, most of the guys out there that are taking this stuff seriously when it comes to land management, whitetail management, or just wildlife management in general, are probably going to have a chainsaw, get it out there, open up an area around an oak tree. If you identify a white oak tree or a red oak tree, um, whatever it is, the biggest factor that you can um, take into account to increase or potentially increase the production of that tree is less competition and more sunlight. Go in chainsaw, take out all the competition. If there's a bunch of little pines or cedars or, uh, you know, whatever else is growing up and around it, take them out. If you have an edge situation where you're going from a field to a forest, go in there and do what's called some edge feathering. Um, that's one of these things that's getting a lot of momentum in, in the various um, channels right now. And basically all it means is 
instead of a hard transition from field or, or mowed land or ag land to forest, go in there and just cut some trees down, leave the branches, um, leave the tops and create more of a rough edge. It's going to allow different uh, brambles and, and uh, you know, woody vegetation, herbaceous vegetation to grow up. Chainsaw is relatively um, affordable. Like I said, most people probably have one. There's a ton of different stuff you can do with it. Take advantage of that tool because um, it, it's really, you can make a big difference on your property in, in a short amount of time and it doesn't require a ton of expensive equipment or, um, you know, time commitment.